Good morning, church. I, I feel in the spirit that it's, it's appropriate to say, I think my time should start now. I heard the prophet in the front row say amen, so it's got to be, it must have been gone. Whoa! I just need to breathe. Thank you, Father. Such joy and blessing for Sally and I to be back with you. You're our Activate family. Pretty sure, as I said to Jay in the worship, Jay was 14 when I started coming. Yeah, which probably puts your dad probably, it was probably about 65 then. A bit more. Okay. So uh, it's a joy to walk with you. <coughs> You'd be nice to me today. Oh, he has been. Jan said he has been. It must be true. Jan says it's right. It's right. Father, thank you. Every location, we welcome you into the room. Thank you that Father is here. I've got an assignment. I'm going to fulfill my assignment this morning. And tonight, I really encourage you to come. Sal's going to minister. It enlarges me every time I sit under her ministry. I invite you to come. But thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. This is the sort of thing I just need to step in. Is that cool? Will you step in with me? Otherwise, I'm just here to stay in this, this glorious place. But I know that I know that I know the Spirit of God needs to birth something here. And as I said in the first service here this morning, and um, I'm going to say many things. I am literally, I've received from Father. I've written down what he said. I've seen pictures. I've heard statements. And I'm going to simply pass the mail on to you today. Is that cool? Every campus, I'm passing it on to you today. And what this is, is not for you to pick what you want, because quite frankly, you don't know what you need. You know what you want, but you don't know what you need, as much as God knows what you need. And you think that your wants are your needs, but sometimes your wants are the very things that are keeping you from receiving your needs. I didn't intend to say that, but God bless you. Um, And so I feel and see in the spirit that we just hear the word of the Lord, go back, listen to it, and as you listen to it again, because it will be on record, that you sit with Father and say, okay, Father, what are you saying to me for right now? What do you want to get my attention on? So are you ready to receive the word? Praise God. You are in a strategic time. And I see you, and I'm speaking individually. I'm speaking to the church, every location. And I, again, I'm going to say it again because the Spirit of God, and so far what's been said was not in the first, right? For those that were here. All that was there, that wasn't in the first. The Spirit of God just was on me. Um, and, it, and in worship, the Lord said to me, I'm putting a different mantle on you, Steve, just to proclaim. So I'm just, that's, that's what I'm doing right now. But I, I feel that the Lord is saying everything I'm saying right now is for future locations as well. Okay? He, he's, he's getting out, he's shifting our focus. You're in a strategic time. And then I saw a picture. I see you looking back and checking markers from five years ago till now and from 10 years ago till now. From five years ago till now and 10 years ago. Look back. 
and check the markets. And I see you checking, are you on track and on time with what God has said? Then I heard this, are there adjustments needed for you to get back on track and back on time? And finally, I heard the Lord say, are there celebrations that you need to have? Come on, as we look back five years till now, some of us, the greatest, the most spiritual thing you can do today is celebrate. Thank you, Father. Some of us are either still looking back with regret or we're standing here looking forward with, man, I've got so far to go. And I feel the word of the Lord to some people today is look back and look from there to here and celebrate what God has already done. Father is highlighting the significance of the next two years. When I give specifics, it's because that's what Father showed me. The significance of the next two years, it's a time of setting up for the future, a time of cutting back for the future, and a time of letting go for the future. Some of the campuses that are even watching, I'm being very specific. I've heard and I'm hearing. And there's some things that God is wanting to cut back and to let go very specifically that is going to take you into the next season. Be okay with Father pruning because the pruning is a sign that he loves you and he's bringing out the greater fruit through you. You are in a strategic time. Then I, okay, we're going to keep on shifting gears. I said that this morning. We're going to keep on shifting gears. Um, here's the next thing. I heard the words very clearly, slipped disc and herniated disc, and Father wants to heal you. There was someone in the first service, and God touched them. Now, if there's anyone in this room or any location, if that is you, slipped disc or herniated disc, I want you to stand to your feet really quickly. And obviously, I can't see into the locations. Thank you. Uh, there's someone in this room. There's another person. If you're in your room, and this is what I want to do, pastors in the location or, or, or appointed senior leaders in the location, quickly gather around those people real quickly. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. If they're around you, come on, gather around just a couple people. Church, this is right now. I just want you to pray. And we're just declaring healing. God only reveals in order to heal. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to every slip disc and herniated disc in the name of Jesus. Every location right now. Toko, North, West, Ruakura. Father, invade with your glory, your majesty, your power, and your healing. I release the glory of the Lord to touch your body, the healing power of Jesus. I speak to your back. I speak to your bodies. I speak to that which is blown out in Jesus' name. I speak a redu reduction of swelling I hear in Jesus' name. Right now, anything that is impinging, you are to be released by the power of the Holy Ghost. So Holy Spirit, come, touch them. 
I release your healing. Every location, every location. Come on, the Lord says 30 seconds, pray. Right now, church, lift up your voices and pray like if it was for you. Just release healing, release healing. Pray in the Spirit. Come on, Lord, move in power, move in power, move in power. Lord, and even go beyond the slip disc, go beyond the herniated disc in Jesus' name. Lord, to the, to the other things, Lord God, that these precious people need, I release the provision of God. I release the healing of God. I release the restoration of God. I hear the Lord say, restore relationships, restore relationships. So God, we receive it by the power of the Holy Ghost. Now let the oil flow. Let the oil flow. Let the oil flow. Just lay your hands on their back right now. Let the oil flow. Let the oil flow. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I pray you're feeling the presence of God. Anyone in this room, you just felt God, that you just got prayed for, you felt God. doesn't have to be a complete thing right now, but God is moving. Let's go after what God highlights. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sheridan and Jan, um, I see you, and again, I'm passing on the mail, so if it sounds weird, take it up with God. I see you adjusting the helmets on the heads of individuals within an army to ensure that the helmets are fitted right. And then I saw the faces of Mary and Pippin as two of the individuals. And I was aware that they were shorter, but they were very brave. God is doing something deep. Amen. Anyone doing well this morning? Anyone leaning in the spirit, receiving in the spirit? You're receiving in the spirit? Here's the next shift. It's time to get back to purity and simplicity. It's time to get back to purity. Purity means no mixture. And simplicity means uncomplicated. I just feel I'm speaking by the spirit. I'm speaking into your spirit. Some of you even this morning, wherever you may be, I just sense some of you, even in the receiving of the word, you, you, I just see you going to close your eyes and go, I oh, know, I better. If you need to close your eyes to receive a spirit, spirit, do it. Receive spirit to spirit. But God says, I am restoring purity. I want to, my church, my people to get back to purity. Now, don't just think moral purity. of though That is absolutely right. Purity just in its rawest, truest form means no mixture in any part of my life. God, I want no mixture. Anybody here? God, if it's of you, I want it to grow. If it's not of you, I want it to go. That's, that's, that's the cry of my heart. I've got it written down uh, where I can see it every day. I've got it. It's right there before me. God, if it's of you, I want it to grow. If it's not of you, it must go. No mixture. No mixture. And uncomplicated. Simpli- simplicity. Uncomplicated. So who has God called you to be? Get back to the purity of that. Get back to the simplicity of what God has declared about you. That includes every campus. What has God said? And what has God called you to do? I hear the Lord say, get back to the purity of it. What has God called you to do? Get back to the purity. Sometimes we get off track. There is a delay, not because we didn't hear from God, but we added a whole bunch of our thoughts to what God said. Come on. Many times we add a timing where God never gave a timing. 
and we put ourselves under pressure. Sometimes we, we think, oh, well, okay, I hear that, but this might, it might be a little bit better to do it this way. Can, can, can I? Newsflash. God doesn't need your ideas of improvement. Get back to the purity. What do you say? But he only said this. And it should be this. Do this. Conversely, some of you, God said this, and you go, oh, let's do this. No, get back to the purity of what God said. Hmm. It's time to get back to pure religion. Some of you go, I hate the word religion. Well, it's in the Bible, so get back to pure religion. <laughs> the question is, what is pleasing to God? Can we prophesy? Can we speak? Can we, can, can we go deep, church? The question is not what is acceptable to the world. It's what is pleasing to God. The question is not what am I comfortable with. It's what is pleasing to God. Campuses, this one, everyone. It's not what have we experienced or seen. It's what is pleasing to God. What is pleasing to God. James chapter 1. Verse 26. Are you doing okay? Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. God wants to reclaim the purity of our speech. Every person here, God wants to reclaim the purity of our speech. And I mean my speech. And I mean our speech as the church. He wants to reclaim the no mixture. No mixture. Listen to the wording. If you think you're religious but you do not keep a tight rein on the tongue, you deceive yourself. We don't need the devil to deceive us if we're deceiving ourselves because what's coming out of our mouth is different than what we say is in our heart or what we sing in our songs. Is the speech of our mouth on Monday congruent with the songs, the words of our songs on Sunday? It's time for there to be no mixture. Psalm 119 verse, sorry, Psalm 19 verse 14 says, may these words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. God is restoring the purity of the mouth. God is restoring the integrity to the church where what we believe and have a conviction of is the same as what comes out of our mouths. These are days when the world is saying, you can say this, you can't say this. Sometimes we feel one thing and something different comes out of our mouth. It's time to reclaim the purity that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, both of them together are pleasing in your sight. Are you hearing the word of the Lord? If it's of God, let it grow. If it's not of God, it must go. I hear the Lord say, for some, you're joking, is coarse, it's time to change but it's just a joke 
It's words. Here's the word of the Lord to someone. It's not a joke, it's words. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. In the beginning was the word. God himself, the son of God, is called the word. Words carry weight. Words are creative. And God says, I want to restore the purity of the words. I want to jump down to James 1 verse 27. It says this, religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless. Did you hear that? Religion that God our Father accepts. So let's even change our language. I hate religion. It's all about relationship. Well, there's a religion that God our Father accepts. Let's not get caught up on semantics. Let's reclaim truth. The Lord has been speaking to me a lot recently. Steve, do not respond to error. Sorry, Steve, don't react to error. Respond to truth. Whenever our focus is reacting to error, error we will always go into another error i want to respond to truth god if you said it, i want to reclaim it the lord spoke to me prophetically for this year this is a year of reclaiming this is a year of reclaiming and god is saying the religion that god our father accepts as pure and faultless is this to look after orphans and widows in their distress come on church let's 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 step into the prophetic to look after those who cannot look after themselves to look after those that desperately need the physical love of jesus christ demonstrated the prophetic vision for this whole this whole um, site this whole campus here and beyond god says it is from me let me declare it again. It is from me. It is not the force of a man. It is from me. And it's part of that which I accept to visit the, fa- the fatherless and the motherless and the orphans and the widows and those that society looks over and passes. Why? Because society sees some people and goes past them because they don't offer them anything. And God says, I'm looking for a people that will not pass by the ones that can't give anything, but they are there to receive from the ones that have received, because freely we have received, now freely give. God is shifting something. He says, this is a religion that is acceptable to me, and it is pure. He says, to look after orphans and widows in their distress, and, everyone say and. And to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. To keep oneself unspotted without blemish. The Bible says that Jesus is coming back for a church without blemish and without spot or wrinkle. He is coming back for a church that actually looks like Him. It is essential that we serve the people, but it's also essential that we keep ourselves unspotted from the world. The Lord said to me, we are called to be different from the world and not just better than the world. Hmm. So let's go into the next thing here. Spend a little bit of time. I want to talk on God first for a few moments here. Maybe in about five minutes or so, Luke, you can just head back. I want to talk about God first. And I just have got more to say, and they recorded the first and listened to the recording. But let me just download a few things here. Genesis 1.1, you know it well, but it's in the beginning God created. But it really is in the beginning God. God was before creation. God first, not creation. Are you with me? 
God first. There's a scripture in Colossians 1, uh, 15 to 18, I'm talking about the preeminence of God. Just work up the scripture, friends. It says that he, the Son of God, is the image of the invisible God. He is the firstborn over all creation. For by him, the Son of God, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, whether visible or invisible, thrones or dominions, principalities or powers, all things were created through God and for God. And he is before all things and in him all things consist and he is the head of the body. The church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Did you hear the language? It all came from him. He made it all. It's all for him. Are you with me, church? Come on, come alive for these last few minutes. God made God first. He was there first. And it is all from him. And it's all to him. Come on, from him and through him and to him be all things. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. But it finishes saying that in all things he may have the preeminence. The word preeminence means to be the first in rank, the first in influence. There's no higher authority. There's no greater influence. He is the first in time and place and order and importance. And it says that in all things, he may have that first place, God first. And as I read that, the Lord said to me, it doesn't say that in all things he has the preeminence. It says that in all things he may have. I said, God, what are you saying? I went back and looked in the in the, in the original King James, and went to the Strongs, and it says, it actually says, may have or might have, that is caused to be or to become. And the Lord said to me, while God himself is preeminent, he is in the first place, as far as spiritually. There is no one greater. Can I hear an amen? But he said this to me, whether God is preeminent in our lives is based on our decisions. That's why he is first. But some people never accept him. He is preeminent, but he's not preeminent in them. Are you with me? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Notice what it says. It's not just that he's my savior. I'm saved. But he is preeminent. He is first in authority. He is first in authority. It's time to put God first in our lives. Matthew 6 verse 33. is a well-known scripture. It says, but seek first. Not second. Not third. Not when it's convenient. Hello. Hello. Can we please eradicate the word convenient in our filter for making decisions on what God has said to do? Well, once the kids get through, once my marriage is, once the finances are, then I will. That's called disobedience. If God has spoken. Don't add a timing. But last time I checked, mm, help me, Lord. This is weighty. It wasn't convenient for the eternal word, Son of God, who created all things by the power of his words, to leave the glory of heaven and come down and become a baby. And submit himself to the ones he created. And be abused and crucified. 
that ain't convenient. But that's why you're sitting here in relationship with the Father. It is just possible that those that put God first when it's not convenient are the ones that set others up to encounter the Father and have their eternal destiny changed. Seek first the kingdom of God, the authority of God, the rule of God, and His righteousness, the rightness of who God is. And then all these things shall be added to you. Luke, come on, mate. If we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, so that we can get all the added things. Does that make sense what I just said? If, because he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added to you. If we are seeking the kingdom of God, and we are seeking his righteousness, so that all these things can get added to us, then we are not seeking God first. I heard the Lord say realignment is needed for some of us this year. And then I heard the Lord say that I am not something to be added on top of everything else. This is specifically what he said to me. He said, Steve, I am not salt and pepper. I am not something you add on to enhance the flavor of what you've cooked up. Sometimes the impotency in our lives is due to the fact that we are trying to add God to what we won't let go of. We feel weak. We feel like this is a time for God first. You might say this is heavy. No, going to the cross was heavy. This is reasonable. You know that Jesus, let me make this statement, God can't be first and we be first at the same time. I can't be sitting on the throne of my life and God be sitting on the throne of my life at the same time. It's me or him. And can I be honest enough with you so that we know we're all on the same page here? In any given day, I can be on the throne, off the throne, on the throne, off the throne. One conversation I can be on and off. Anybody? Please don't look at me like I'm the only one. This is not a word of condemnation. It's a word of calling up. It's a word of calling up. Why? Because this is just right. You say this is fanatical. This is normal Christianity. Normal Christianity is this, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. So this life I now live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. We can't be on the throne and God be on the throne at the same time. Even Jesus himself in Luke twenty-two forty-two, he's in the garden when he's about to Go to the cross and he is sweating drops of blood in such anguish of soul because he's reduced, limited himself 
to a physical man about to go through the most excruciating pain. And the Son of God said in Luke twenty two forty two, Father, if you are willing, take this cup of suffering from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. And the Lord has so highlighted to me that the fact that he says, not my will, what I want to do, I don't want to go to the cross. But Father saying, I need you to go to the cross. Please don't miss the reality that in that moment, Jesus' will and the Father's will are different. Let this go in deep. It was easy for Jesus. He, he just always, no, no. He said, not what I want, what you want. If he wanted, if, the, if he had the same will as the Father in that moment, he says, I know that that's our will. Let's do it. No, no. God, if it's possible, can we do it a different way? That, that's not what I want right now. But if you want it, I will do it. What's that? God first. Even Jesus put God first. Hmm. How often do we put God first when we want to do something different than what God says? Let me just read a few more statements and then we're going to respond to the Lord in every location. If God's will and our will are always perfectly aligned, then God is not first. You might say, no, no, Steve, you said that wrong. You mean if God's will and my will are perfectly aligned, always perfectly aligned, then God is first. No, if they are always perfectly aligned, then God is not first. Because Jesus himself said, my will, not my will, but yours be done. So even Jesus' will in that moment was not perfectly aligned with his Father's will. He had to submit his will to the Father's will. Am I making sense? If, it, if every moment of every day, what God wants and what I want are always the same, then I'm in deception. I've heard people say, me and God are like this, we're always on the same page. I'm going, then you're, God's not first. Because God prunes and God corrects those he loves. If you, okay, let's burst the bubble. If you and God, if your will and God's will is always perfectly aligned, and therefore you think God is first, you are saying you are perfect. I won't ask you to look at your spouse or your kids right now because they'll confirm you're not. <laughs> Same with me. It's not condemnation calling up. If we never repent, God is not first. God said to me, godly people Repent. Godly people repent. They've been transformed by the renewing of your mind. That God says to those that He loves, when He says, Don't conform to the pattern of this world, and He calls them their brothers and sisters. He says, But be transformed by the renewing of your mind, the renovation of your intellect, the changing of the way you think. The word repentance doesn't mean I'm sorry, it means change the way you think, a change of thinking. If 
If we never ask God what he wants us to do, then God's not first. If we never ask God what he wants us to do because we think he might ask us to do something we don't want to do, hello, then God's not first. If we think, well, when I finish this, then I'll see what God wants me to do, then God's not first. I can hear in the spirit realm right now, some people say, Steve, this is very legalistic. This is what the church needs to get away from. No, this is called liberty, freedom. This is what the church needs to get back to. I no longer live. Christ lives in me. Steve, that's radical. No, that's normal. That's normal. That's normal, church. I'm calling us back and calling us up to God first. God first. In my finances, God first. In my marriage, God first. In my relationships, God first. In how I use my Monday nights, God first. Come on, people. I don't have time to be in the Word. God first. Switch it off. Turn it over. Come on. I don't have time. I can only be in church once a month because I've got this and that. God first. That's legalism. No, it's called Bible. It's called honoring God. The Lord said to me only in the last week that holiness has become synonymous with legalism, but holiness is actually synonymous with freedom. You know the truth, the truth will set you free. And God is looking for people who will put God first every location. I want you to stand to your feet. Not a time to be moving around, not a time to be talking or thinking or planning the next step, what you're having for lunch, whatever. Please, please, please let Father complete what He's doing right now in your life, in my life, in every location, every campus. If you're hungry, I want you just to start to reach out to the Lord. If He started to speak to you. Maybe for you, it's a, I, I need to give this to the Lord. I need to reprioritize this. I need to actually let that go. I need to pick this up. I hear the Lord say it's time to stop making excuses of, of why we can't do the things that God calls us to. And it's not to make us good. It's actually to keep us free. And it's also so that we can be salt and light so that the world can see Christ in us, the hope of glory. Because we're not called just to be better that we're called to be different from God forgive us for the times of God that we have sprinkled you on top like salt and pepper God that we have asked for your benefits all the while I'm doing what we want to do God we thank you for the blessing of being saved but Lord Lord even the gift of salvation the times that we have elevated that above the Lordship of Jesus Christ Lord we want to walk in the salvation and the Lordship